So I want you to think for just a moment of your faith as being like going to college. Um, there are some things in college that are like the gen ed classes, the 101 type of classes, and then you go on from there to take your major and those higher other level classes. And your faith life is similar. There are some basics of your faith life that are just 101, Christianity 101 type of things. And then there are other things that maybe relate to your passions or your spiritual giftings, and those are other types of classes that you take. Uh, for me, I would consider loving God's world to be a 101 type of a class. And it would be for our ambition for you that Hope Church would help you say, God loves the world. God loves the world equally around the world. And that God's church is beautiful in its various expressions around the world. And uh, our partnership with Mountaintop Ministries uh, helps disciple us as Willem comes to us. And there's this two-way street between Mountaintop Ministries and Hope Church for us to learn how to love God's world and to see it as beautiful as he does. And so to that end, would you uh, help me warmly welcome Willem Charles. Comment nous y l'église? Comment nous y You better start learning Creole because in Haiti, we believe when we get to heaven, everybody's going to speak Creole. <laughs> you better start doing something with your English. Put it somewhere. From Haiti, I, I, I want to uh, thank you for... Uh, this little video you just see a little bit ago. And I have brought you greetings and also thank you to this Hope Church here that has helped more kids going to school than any other churches that we visited in, in this country. Some of these kids that you've seen them, they're graduate from high school. And are they moving on with their lives? As they're moving on with their lives, it's been 12 years ago when we started Mountaintop Ministries in a village where there used to be a lot of voodoo temples. And as God led with my wife and I, we built that school. And 12 years later, we had kids that graduate and going to college. Let me tell something. I know there's been a lot of help going toward Haiti. And some of you, you've seen the earthquake. There were over 10,000 NGOs in Haiti, helping Haiti. To me, that was 10,000 organizations that was unable the country to move forward. After 10,000 organization in a country, you don't see what they've done. You cannot put your finger on one thing that they've done, but through your little $25 a month, we help these kids to go to school. And today they have hope. They have a future. God does not need billions of dollars to change things. God wants a willing heart that want to touch his people and God can explore that little thing and turn it into big things. 
one of the good things, the kids that graduate this year again, when they knew I was coming up, and they tell me, would you please tell my sponsor thank you for me? Because if it wasn't for my sponsor, I would not be graduate. And to be honest with you, I don't even know who sponsored them. I don't keep track who's sending these kids to school. That's not my to do. But there's someone who's keeping track who's putting them to school. Amen? There's someone who's keeping track. And uh, again, I just want to thank you for helping my people. Because one thing, all over the world, we're sending food out to people. We're sending clothes out to people. People's always in need. Apparently, we are not doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're sending people always in need. Haiti is a perfect example. All of those big money. The Red Cross, all of these big organizations, big money. But you know what? The country is more and more in need. And today, I'm so proud of the Haitian people. We realize we got to do it ourselves with the help of God. So thank you, Hope Church, for standing by our side and helping our kids to go to school tomorrow that we'll have a future. Without education, you ain't going to go nowhere. Without education, you're going to sit where you are every day for the rest of your life. And also tonight, I want to thank Pastor Matt for allowing me to share with you. And I don't know why he, trust, he trusted me to share the pulpit with me. And I believe I want to take all of you with, to Haiti with me. And it's going to be only him here. How many of you want to go to Haiti with me? I told you, Pastor Matt, you're in trouble. <laughs> but you know what? We are not going to Haiti. We have a better place to go. I have brought you a, a very simple message tonight. I love when, 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 when someone invited me in their church. And, and, and I can pray that God will give me a very simple message. A message that you... You've been hearing for a long time. It's not someone from Haiti. You heard it for a long time. But tonight, I hope that the message that I'm bringing you, it's a message that's already in your heart. And Pastor Matt and all of these great men of God already share it with you. If you have your Bible, open it with me in Exodus chapter 32. We're going to talk about a great man named Moses. He was a powerful man. He was a good man. He was the only man that saw a tip of God's tail. And also, before we go to Exodus, in John chapter 14, Jesus was talking. He said to his people, to you, to the Haitian people, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, also believe in me. Believe in me. The biggest problem we've seen today, people are worried about what's going on. One of the great things that's going on in Haiti, 
When you look at the picture of these kids, do you see the great smile on people's face? When you look at this little video a little bit ago, do you see how the people are so happy? In the midst of trouble, people still hold on tight to God. Earthquake might come. Trouble might come. Anything that can come. But the Haitian people always remain strong. Remain strong. And, and Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Also believe in me. He said, in my father's house, there are many missions. And I'm going to prepare you a place. That where I am, you may be also. If I go, I will come back for you. The word said, I will come back to get you. So where I am, that you may be also. That was the promise of Jesus to the Haitian people and to you, to all that love God. But let's put this promise on the side for a little bit. Moses told the people, after he brought them out from slavery, he told them, I am going up the mountain. I'm going to meet with God. But I will be back. I will be back. God has something for you. God has something he's preparing for you. And he called Joshua unto himself. He said, Joshua, let's go with me. But you went under the mountain for me. But I'm, gonna, I'm going to meet with God. And I will be back. And he also called Aaron, the priest, the church. The church. You know what? I am so excited. Every time my wife checking on Hope, on Hope Church, we sometimes, from time to time, we check in on what our church or supporting church is doing. I am so excited to hear this church is growing. This church is reaching out. In its own community. This church is, is reaching out to people that, that, that's being lost right here. You know, a lot of churches you go to today, everybody sits still. The church doesn't grow. The church stays the same. When I was there five years ago, there were 50 people. And I came back five years later, there's still there's 48 people. You wonder where the, the, the two lost, where they have gone. You gotta be in a church that's moving, in a church that's touching the lost, in a church that's growing. Because the Bible said in the last day, the power of God will be more powerful than ever before. And not too many people is gonna feel that power. Because some people, they, they, they become really cool. In, in the book of Exodus, chapter 32, verse 1 to 4. Moses told the people, I am going up and I'm coming back. The Bible said, now in, verse, in the first verse, now when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain. Moses delayed coming back from the mountain. Today, it is the same thing that's going on. Jesus delayed on coming back. The people expected Moses to come in the next five days. They could not wait. Fifteen days passed by. Where is Moses? Twenty days passed by. Where is Moses? Where is he? They start trouble themselves. 
The time of Moses is repeating of today in our times. In our times, there is no such thing, church, anymore. I went, my wife and my boys, we were traveling to Montana. As we stayed a night in a hotel in Montana, how many of you have been to Montana? This is like Haiti. There's nothing out there. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> As we stay in a hotel in Montana, and around me, I took my oldest, my boy, my two boys, and my wife, and, and I stay in the hotel because I saw there were free breakfast in the morning. You know, think about it. I'm a Haitian. I watch every penny. And, and when we sat to the, in this hotel, we, we're eating, we held our hands together to bless the food. As we held our hands together to bless the food, there's a man who tipped my... He said, thank you so much. We have not seen this in our country for such a long time. Thank you so much for doing this and praying in public before you eat. Not only that, with your children. Church, you got to stay strong in the promise of God. The, the old time folks, when they saw that on the 20th day, they did not see Moses. They all start having their head together. What are we going to do? Then, let's go to the church. Let's go tell the church what we want to be done. And they went to Aaron. Aaron is a picture of the church. Aaron was instructed to keep the people in line. Aaron was instructed like Pastor Matt is instructed to feed you the word of God and for you to receive it so you can prepare for the great coming of Jesus Christ. When, 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 when Pastor Matt is giving you the word, you need to receive it gladly. There are things he, may, he might say, you may, not like, you may not like it, so tough luck. Go to Haiti. In Haiti, we're not going to step on your toes, we're going to step on your head. You know what? And, and, and they went to Aaron, they said, Aaron, make us a God. Give us a God that we can do whatever we want. Give us a God. We, we, we can treat him anyhow we want. Praise God for the church in Haiti. The church in Haiti, we hold on tight. We hold on, we fasten our seatbelt. Hungry come, praise God. Earthquake come, praise God. The children cannot go to school, praise God. The, 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 the kids are dying of hungriness, praise God. The people remain strong. The Bible said, as they go and look at up the mountain on the 25th day, Aaron said, so what? Bring me everything that you have. Bring me everything that you have and let's make our own God so we can worship church. In this day that you are living, we need to learn from what our past brothers have done 
so we don't have to do the same mistake that they have done you are serving a great god you are serving a god that knows it all you are serving a god that's taking care of you you are serving a god that bless you you are serving a god that's gonna be there for you no matter what you are serving a god that's preparing a place for you don't be too quick in the hurry the place is being prepared he will come back in his time not in your time the Bible said, has, 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 has Aaron done and giving the people what they want? And Moses, Moses came down the mountain. When he came down the mountain, God already told him what's going on down there when he was up there. How many people know Jesus know everything that's going on right now? Jesus knows everything that's going on in your life, in your family, in your town. There's a lot of time when we as missionaries, we come to church, we tell people, our need is so great back home in, a, in the mission field. We want people to bring money. We want people to bring supplies. We want people to, to do this. You know what? Before you do all of these things to Haiti, to Africa, do it in your hometown first. Can I say amen? Are you going to open the door for me to leave? Do it in your, in your hometown first. Touch the people in your hometown. Minister to the people in your hometown. There are people in the downtown right now. They're they, they just lost. They're lost. And I am so glad. I am so blessed. I'm a part of a church. That's not only reaching out in this building here, but a church that's reaching out eh, eh, from downtown, from the other corner. And next thing you know, God is going to open your territory. Amen. Now, this thing is giving me trouble. <laughs> See, we're from Haiti. We're not used to things like this. Stay, stay right there, okay? The Bible said, as Moses came down, he found one man. One man that was waiting for him. One man, Joshua, he stayed in the bottom of the mountain. His eyes was looking up, straight up on the mountain and waiting for Moses. Church, today, today, in this time that you are living in this time in this day that you are living you are living in the last days that means not the last month not the last week you're living in the last days only those that stay strong and wait for him with their eyes up will be able to enjoy the promised land tonight all the way from Haiti. I wish I could tell you, give me $10,000. I wish I can tell you, give me $50,000. Give me a million dollars. All of this money will pass away. All of this help will pass away. There's only one thing that's going to remain. It's your faith in Jesus Christ. And then you'll be ready when he comes. You, your wife, your children, your family, you'll be ready to go up. What I've seen that happen in Haiti. I've seen something in three years ago in Haiti, people wake up, people wake up doing their daily things. They're enjoying life. We got a lot of money, people that wake up so rich with so much money. And without them knowing, in a few hours, they're going to lose everything. 
You're going to lose your building. You're going to lose everything. But everything can be taken away from you. But there's only one thing that cannot take away from you. It's your faith in the promise of Jesus Christ. Tonight, keep that promise for you. No matter what, even though the church next door is dry and cold, that does not give you a reason for you not to stand on your faith. Even the person next door, uh, this church that used to be so in fire for God, and this church now, he's not in fire for God. Praise God, now it's a time for you to replace him. Be on fire for God, amen? Now, don't look at, 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 at what's going on. As a matter of fact, in, in, in time like this, God always raised a church to stand for him. God always raised a church that will, that will go for him. You know what? Even though, even though the whole city, the whole town gave up, but there was one who stayed still. How many people believe tonight there's one church that will stay strong in the town of Dubuque? How many people believe that tonight? How many people want to be in that church? But you're sitting right in it tonight. Amen. Tell the person next to you, I am in the right church tonight. Tell them that. Tell, tell them, tell them. That's good. He's a smart boy. <laughs> you are in the right church. Why are you in the right church? You are in the church that reaching out. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. At my father's house, there are many missions. If it wasn't so, I would not tell you. I was talking to, a, to, to someone in Canada. As I was talking to that guy in Canada, this guy told me, Willem, do you know this man that you have met? I said, who? His name is John and his wife's name is Tina. Well, his son just had an accident. And the accident, it just, a train just took up the son and they don't even know if he's going to leave or not. And I said, well, give me his phone number. Give me his phone number. And he gave me the phone number. And, I, and, and, and right after I'm done talking to him, and I get my, my, my phone, and I start calling the guy. But I have to tell you, it was a very expensive call. <laughs> to call from Haiti, from, to call this thing. God, would you please fix that thing, please? To call, to call from Haiti, to, I think he fixed it now. To call from Haiti to, uh, to, to Canada, that's a lot of money. You always have the answer. Take that, I'll take this. Thank God for a pastor that has good sense. The, the call from Haiti was expensive. For me to make that phone call. But you know what? I pick up the phone. And I call. I said brother. I heard there's something going on. With your son. He said yeah. Yeah my son. My son has a very bad accident. I said really? He has an accident? What happened? He said oh Willem. I don't think he's going to make it to, to tonight. I said, really? That's what the doctor said? He said, yes. I said, now, I want you to do something for me. Forget about the doctor. Forget about what the doctor said. Now I'm talking to you. Would you please 
get up. He said, Willem, I'm up. I said, no, you're not up. I said, get up. He said, Willem, I'm up. I said, you don't understand. Get up. He said, now I understand. I said, now, I want you to know, I'm going to be praying with you right now, that we thank God for the doctors. We thank God for them. But I want to pray with you right now at this moment. And as I was praying with him, and I started praying with him, and I was, I was praying that God, no matter what, we're not taking no for an answer. This man, he needs his son back. He needs his son back. And I said, God, bring this child back. As I was praying, I was praying, and, and he started getting it. As he started getting it, he said, thank you so much, brother, for praying for me. And I said, go. And I will be waiting for you to call me back and let me know what's going on. And after I was done, he went back and sat down. And something happened to him. He said, I could not believe someone from Haiti is calling me and praying for me. This is the time for me to get up. And he went back and looked at his son. He said, in the name of Jesus, you will get up and rise again. The Bible said, there's nothing that we ask by faith, we will not receive it. And, 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 and this man, he started making progress. He started making progress. Today, when I was in Canada a few days ago, this man came to me and, 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 and hugging me. And said, I said, what's going on? You know, the Americans sometimes, they're big boy. They, 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 they eat well. I'm just a little Haitian guy. This guy just take me. He has some Dutch accent. And he start talking. I almost don't understand what he's talking about. But the only thing I can hear him say, my son is all well and alive today. Church, you are serving a living God. His promise is true. And yes, hold on tight to God's promise. As I'm get, getting ready to go back to Haiti, and I'm not going back to Haiti, to this little village, as you, 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 you seen in, in this picture up there, we're going back to a village that's preparing for the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what? There are people right now in Haiti, they just don't know how the night is going through, but they're praying that God will make them go through the night. And one last thing I want to leave you with. As I, was, I went to, to, with a friend today, as we went to, to do, take care of some little business, he was showing me his, his yard. He told me, I go to India a lot. The poverty is so bad over there. He's so bad. And I said to him, you know what, brother? Let me tell you something. I have some news for you. The, the poverty that you've seen in India and the poverty we have in Haiti, they're both is the same. They're both is the same. One thing that you need to know, God has blessed you with this backyard. You need to enjoy it. Amen. I said, God has blessed you with this thing. You got to enjoy it. You know what? The only thing, let God be first in your life and wait for his promise that he will come back someday. Because when he come back, he's not going to ask you, was you poor? He's not going to ask you how much money that you have. He's not going to ask you how much knowledge you have. Those things will pass away, but he will ask you, where was your heart? Was your heart was ready for me? If your heart is ready for me, then here I am for you tonight let's hold on tight the promise of god let's hold on tight 
Let's not worry about what's going next door. Let's not worry about what's going on in Washington. Let us not worry about what's going on in, 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 in Chicago. But God has placed you right here in the buke to worry about the buke. And then when you worry about the buke, you get the souls in the buke. And God will enlarge your territory. You will touch Haiti. You will touch Africa. You will touch Mexico. You will touch France. You will touch all over. But after you worried about your hometown. The reason I said that to you, because God has put a burden in my heart to worry for my hometown, to worry for my own country. And that's the reason I have come here tonight and tell you, God has placed men in Haiti. God has also placed men here in Dubuque. Hold on tight. As you leave this place tonight, go to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, let's go with me to church. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Go back to your work. Tell them you have one of the greatest, of the best looking preacher in debut. Come and listen. Did I say that? I'm sorry. That's not what I meant to say. Tell them we have a man of God in debut. Come on. Jesus will always be in the house. Come. Your life will never be the same. Don't take this American mentality. Put it on the side for a little bit. But put the Jesus mentality in you. Don't be afraid to tell people Jesus Love you. Thank you so much for having me to, uh, uh, today. May God bless you. Thank you very much, Pastor. It's pretty apparent uh, the burden that he had, that Willem had for his village as he looked out his window and saw across the hill this uh, group of people that needed to be reached. One, one of the beautiful things about the Church of God is it may speak different languages, it may have different cultures, it may uh, look different. But in the end, the church believes the same thing. We love Jesus, and we want to serve him until the day that he returns. And that's our passion, and that's Willem's passion. And you obviously have heard that this uh, weekend, so we're very excited about that. Um, I would love you just to stand with me, and uh, I want to lead us in prayer, and uh, we'll close in a song. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the passion that you've given to your servant Willem. Thank you for his family, for the many uh, miles that they've traveled and the safety that they've traveled. Thank you for bringing them here this weekend and for their opportunity to, to share. And Father, we just uh, are so excited about what you're doing in Haiti, especially at Mountaintop Ministries through the different, uh, through the church and through the school and through the hospital. And we just are so thankful for that. And Father, we have been called by your servant tonight to be faithful here and to be a witness and a light here. So help us to do that. Help us to ring out the gospel because this is a community that needs to hear it just as much as it does uh, in uh, Haiti. And uh, Father, you've called us to be witnesses here. So help us to do that and remain faithful because you always remain faithful to us. So we give you all glory and honor, Father. Pray that you use us and uh, just help us to reach out to others. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.